calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome back, survivors, to The Lucky Dine. Previously, Balance delivers a motivational speech. Ral helps to close the wounds of battle, and Zoltana delivers a horrific threat. With Honorino off to deliver a message, the portal closed and the city on the water on fire, the group helped to fix the town and lift up the spirits of the survivors. Will Chatbok ever be the same? Is Honorino going to Dravos following Zoltana's instructions? And how did Karuna survive alone in a city under siege? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to The Lucky Die. come back in and the town is chanting for Chatvok. There are cheers and hugs and laughter and tears and all that good shit. Gross. What are you guys doing? You're currently screw it. You see like uh, people doing all this but you also see this young person just off to one side just with a sketch pad. They're just clearly drawing something with some sort of charcoal and you think they might be drawing the three of you in this heroic pose. Oh no. Heads up, when you come back to Chatvok things may be different. Um oh, no. <laughs> We're getting okay. the statue. No, people God. can't know who I am. God damn it, Casey. Um, <laughs> Igwatfo, if you ever come back to Chatbot. We're getting the statue. Listen. Quick, someone get the statue. Quick, quick, quick. Everybody selfie. Um, no. When I need my first army, this is where I'm going. Jesus Christ. You already have an army. No, I don't. Yeah, we do. But 
Well, it's not my How army. That's them? our okay. army. I want my army. Oh my god, you selfish little bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Well, there's Sorry. the apocalypse army and there's the hostile the takeover scene. of Bellingbood. The scene opens up. Which is to not any people. of your business because you're disowned by the. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I can dream. <laughs> Like, oh, she's Lord of the Rings collection. There is no Return of the King. <laughs> Stop it. You know, you know what Simba did in the movie is he stopped giving a fuck for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's called the last 50 years. Uh, no, no, no. He sat in a prison like emoing because he wasn't going to be king anymore. <laughs> he was basically <laughs> Scar at that point. He, he's trying very hard to be a sad boy, but he'll never be the sad boy that Rawl is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he like meets Raul after 50 years. He's like, fuck, I've wasted 50 years of my life. <laughs> Look at this sad boy. <laughs> I'll never be as sad or as pretty. <laughs> how you, I, DM love how for, I, you know that love for your DM thing you were touting earlier? Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, how uh-huh. Will I this is why I try to break the game, goddammit. <laughs> oh, you know I love you guys. It's the only way all I feel individually. special anymore. You're all my favorites. You're all my favorites. Don't you worry. Okay, let's start this. But as always, Raul is everyone's show. true favorite. Um, anyway. Uh, all right, so the scene opens up to people cheering. <laughs> oh my god, damn it. You have to stop laughing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, the three of you on top of these boxes, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to go fucking take a nap now. Okay, Zoltana's going to go for a nap. I'm going to look at the other guys and go, I'm going to take a nap. I suggest you do the same. It's been a day. Absolutely. Karuna's been god in the old homestead this entire time. I'm too old for this shit. You're a baby. <laughs> oh, that's right. Didn't you age he's like 10 years yeah. now? I'm he's halfway twice. through my racist lifespan. Yeah, he's almost twice the age he was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> She's, I mean, but also I'm like, what now? 130, 140? Yeah, you also have like disadvantage on a bunch of physical crap. I went um, from a quarter of my race to half in like yeah. an instant. You aged in a way that it was just shocking to your system, but you don't really appear any older because you're a long-lived race. Uh, to be so. fair, Raw doesn't seem to be all that concerned about it. So. How long do you Dragonborn live? Eight years. Ah, uh, I had to have written down all of your races max. Sure, uh, all of your races max age limits, um, just to keep an eye on when you're dead. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> now I'm just imagining really sad fan art of Balance and Zoltana standing over a grave of Raleigh like 40 years from now. Why would oh, you say that? Why would you? 60 oh. years from now. Oh, you'll be 40 years. Balance and Zoltana right. still look good. Okay, so you Zoltana's gonna go for a nap. Balance is also um, gonna go take a fucking long ass rest. All right, so the three of you begin climbing down from your box of ascension, um, and you pass this little kid who's doing like some sort of like doodling on a, on a pad. And you're not really sure what they're doing. You walk past them, and as you hit the bridge, you feel magic in the air, just like a huge wash of magic, just that little tingling on the back of your neck. No. Balance groans, just... Uh, uh. <laughs> Demi, why? <laughs> can, can this wait? <laughs> Five just, more minutes, Sol- mother, please. Sultana just goes, no, fuck this, and keeps walking. 
Rawl is exhausted. He's been in more pain than he usually is because of all the dead things around. And because he's old now. And because I'm old, too old for the shit. No more adventures. You're, you're two days <laughs> from retirement. I, yeah. Hey, Lindren. <laughs> something came up. I'm retired. Oh, <laughs> how long was my sentence? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm done with that. Thanks. <laughs> uh, it's like 20 years, right? And you've already done like a year. So you are done. <laughs> no, my, my sentence was much longer than uh, 20 years. All right. Yeah, your sentences were life. You were supposed to be dead. Yeah, it was life. All right, so as you guys cross this bridge, you feel the tingle of magic in the air. And I think as a collective three, you're just like, why? Why is this case? But you keep walking on anyway. You don't see Demi. You just feel her magical arrival, obviously somewhere in in the Witcher Society. And probably all of about 10 or 15 minutes later, you just hear the door swing open. What Are you guys trying to sleep anyway, or are you just hiding? I'm just gonna, I, Can we hide? I'm literally, Zoltana's gonna get up and go, Demi, I appreciate that you have to talk Hi. to us. We're fucking tired. We have to go. We have to go. No, we uh, have to go because I'm turning up here. I've just left I've just left the, the, the little one squash. I've just left him doing his thing and he's currently recuperating and he got the cure fine, but he's going through some slight issues. I don't think he's wearing metal, but still, that's not the point. So I've just dropped him off and he's having a thing and we're about to go check out a thing. So I'm here now. And as soon as we're done here, well, well, we're done here. We need to go now because I have to get straight back to him because otherwise he could be in trouble. And not need, no, uh, De- we need to go. Demi, we need to sleep. Zoltana. You can sleep. You can sleep later. You don't need to sleep right now. I mean, look at you. You're all fine. You <laughs> just see to like the gore-covered remains of all of you. <laughs> Demi, I'm literally running on empty right now. Yeah, Demi. Oh, also, congratulations. It looked like you finished the portal thing. You finished the portal thing. Everything went down fine. Everybody's yes. okay. You're all uh, alive. Demi, Demi. Tired. Try to... <laughs> Sultana's just going to slump against the, the dog. Um, like... <laughs> Wow, you do look pretty dog tired. You look really wow, Rao, You look like you've aged like twenty years. And Sultana, you well, you look the same and balanced. Well, you look absolutely fine too. So I don't really know what you're worried about. Just because one of you looks old and tired doesn't mean that you're all old and tired. So we can go now. Like sleep, sleep is for old people. I mean, Rao is getting old, but he's not that old anymore. Well, why why are you old? And she just completely stops, just stares at him. I don't know. <laughs> Well, how about I teleport you back up to where we're going and then you guys can rest because I still need to go do things. That okay. I mean, that was the agreement. I'd be turning up somewhere in the 24 hours and I'd be going. That was the agreement. Yes. Yes. That was the agreement. Do you disagree with the agreement? Yeah. Where, we made that agreement. We need where to are go. We going? What? Where are we going? Where, where are we going? Well, I was going to take you to Belagbood because you need to go to Belagbood and then you're going to go across yeah. to where like the Dusk Plateau is, right? Because you're going to go beat up with Caden and Kythea and the, the little one, Talus, and the mercenary people. You're going to meet with those people at the at, at the bottom of Dusk Plateau because you're going to go there to do the thing with Kater because you need to find the hammer, right? right. I mean, that's the plan. That's where well, we're going to go. That's where I'm taking you. So change of plan. What do you mean change of plan? We're on a time-sensitive mission. That's why they went alone. Well, they're not exactly alone. There were two mercenaries. With, and also there's Kythea and Caden. And, well, Talus isn't the important we, we found this was another. The we found another one of the... Uh, the things we need to get. We know where it is. And Two of them, actually. Yeah. The rapier. Zoltana, you found out where that is. Zoltana looks that was- at, at, at balance. We found out that the rapier is in the hands of... Uh, what was his name? Dra- Dravos. Dravos. 
who is yeah, no, you told me that. Which he's currently in Elkenmarsh and uh, planning to leave soon, so that would be kind of important to find him. And um, we also learned that Daechin apparently has uh, a chalice, which is one of the items I believe that we're seeking as well. Okay, so we have you know where three of them. Are. Well, you know all three of them, which we knew anyway. We know where three things are. Maybe a chalice, hammer. Do you know what really. Daechin is? No, if you do, I would love to put a dagger in his heart. Jesus I have no Christ. idea what Daechin is. I mean, sorry. I mean, Tia. I, Tia. Um, eh. I would very much like to, like, set fire to Daechin myself, but that's a very, very, very different reason. Very, very personal reasons now. But I, mm, no. Well, we don't know what Daechin is, and we were in a time crunch with the other thing. We're on a t- kind of on a time crunch with the Dravis thing, too. Okay. But you're on a time crunch with the fighting thing, the Kesa thing, because they're about to have their big fight, and that's where the the the, the, the woman is, the Kesa woman. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? I, uh, Gabeno. Is not here. <laughs> I cannot deal with Demi and another voice right now. <laughs> Beno is doing the thing. Balog Booth is close enough to the marsh anyways. Closer than here. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We will go to Bellic Booth, we'll fight Kesa, and then we'll go straight to Elkenmarsh. This is it. We have to be very time sensitive about this. And you need to trans- uh, transport my uh, brother-in-law with us. That's fine. That's good. I mean, that, that's okay. I mean, Elkenmarsh is closer to Fasum. I mean, I can't direct you directly to Elkenmarsh because Elkenmarsh doesn't have a, I don't know, which is like, well... You don't have to have a rich society to have a teleportation rune, but I uh, I know where some of them are that aren't in there, but there aren't any in Elkenmarsh that I know of. Or correction, there may be some in Elkenmarsh, but I don't know of them. Zoltana. (laughs) She gestures at how fucking tired all of them are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just let me know where we're going. Am I taking you to Falson, which is the nearest thing to Elkenmarsh, or am I taking you to Belig Budlik? But either way, you sound like you're on a time crunch. But the case of thing, if I take you to Falson, I'm not going to be able to get that back for a while because I need to go to deal with the the Gentleman Shulin Club. Like, that is literally my mission right now. Were you able to make something that would disguise me? I know you had mentioned possibly being able to do something. No. (laughs) I literally have not had any time. She does the clicky thing of thing. Um, I'm not not sure how keen I am on returning home just yet. Well, you might want to redye your hair because your roots are showing, and it kind of looks like like the, the the darkness of your hair is at least you just floating on top of your head. It's very very weird. Yeah, I... unless you want to grow it like, like out like that, in which case that could be really cool. But you're in that transition phase with hair where it's just like it doesn't look quite so great right now. You're gonna need to grow it out if you want to look different. <sighs> I'd like to grow it back out. It's been a long time. Okay, I'm not gonna give you fashion advice because well, look at me. Uh, and she like, gestures to the fact that she's covered in like various scars and like tattoos and runes and stuff. So there. In the city, there was three trees, and we know it came out the second one, and we have the orb from the third one, but what was taken from the first one? Do we know? That's a good point. I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. Okay, you may be on a time crunch. There's like two things that are on a time crunch for you. There's a thing that's on a time crunch for me, and right now I have to go do the me thing. Uh, because like someone's life is is literally like well they're they're literally having the cure and they're not doing so well right now and I need to get them there to wherever it is that this meeting is we're basically we all on time crunches here where are we going? I guess we're going to Belgbud and then we'll just have to make our way to Elkenmarsh after. He could have moved it by then though. Caden's it- not going to be able to get the hammer by himself. 
This is a shitty situation. I am very tired. Whatever you do, and tra- teleport my brother-in-law with us. You know what we could do, Sultana, that might be easier, is um, Benno seems rather stealthy and capable of tracking, so at worst comes to worst, we can have Benno go ahead of us and uh, keep tabs and track down Travos so that when we make our way there, we can uh, reconvene and he can lead us to where they moved. We could have him track, so to speak. Scout. I hate this entire situation. I... You guys know what I would want to do. I'm outvoted. Whatever. Well, I don't want awesome. to. Awesome. Cool. Excellent. Okay. Right. So we need to go find your brother. Where's your brother? Your brother is probably literally on his way in. <laughs> he walks in at that exact moment. <laughs> He's, he was just like in the thing and then he saw this random woman standing in the doorway having a very intense conversation with this more like, I wonder what on earth is going on here. <laughs> he just seemed like, like sidling up to like figure out what the hell is going on. Okay, right, so we're all here. Right, let's go. Everyone everyone, grab hands and we'll do the transportation thingy. Well, hold on, we should do proper introductions. Benno, this is Demi. Demi, this is Benno. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Yourself? I don't think it could be worse. Well, we're ready to go. Introduction's done. Yes. And uh, oh, she goes, I hate you so much, Arch. <laughs> so, if my players are going to do it to me, then I'm going to do it to you. Hey, I uh, I rarely ever do this to you, but I'll remember this in future. Um, <laughs> Demi reaches out and grabs uh, Ra's arm and grabs Zoltana's hand. Um, and yeah, she looks at the rest of you expectantly. All right. So through uh, a flick of her wrist, a slight uh, raising off of the ground, uh, you feel the magical presence. You see bright blue glows and you see... Uh, what aura sight are you using? Sorry. What now? Which 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 thingy are you using? At the moment, he out? probably has the aura sight up. Because that's kind of the default when in social situations where he's not leading. Okay. Um, All right, good to know. Um, I need to write down like triggers for the focuses. If this, then this. Just program. (laughs) The programming logic sentences, yeah. Um, So yeah, Demi Demi grabs hold of the... And you make a a rough circle. She does the usual warning about wearing metal, which has been completely confused. Um, You feel her raise off the ground slightly and in a whoosh and a feel of a strange feeling in the back of your stomach, you find yourself in a different place. You find yourself in a room which is constructed of wood. Um, It's clearly very ornate. Everything inside here has been carved into the trunk of the tree, which is off to one side. The rune on the ground is very... Over-embellished isn't the right word, but it's done so precisely it looks like art. Um, There's nothing else really in this room apart from the various carvings of different types of magic users all around um, carved into the walls themselves. And Demi just indicates for you to go off uh, about your own business. Uh, She's sort of like, she she begins to wave her hand. It's like, right, everyone get out of the circle, get out of the circle because I need to go somewhere on my own now. Go, go on, shoo, shoo, shoo. I have things to do, people to see. Uh, Is there somewhere we can rest, please? I don't know. This is your town, right? Uh, you're in the Witches Society. You're literally in the Witches Society. This is your town. You're an elf. You're in a town of little elves. And also dwarves. Because, well, not so much dwarves now, but Demi. Okay. you're part of the alliance. So you're I've... good. It's fine. We love you. Go, go, go. Mm. Uh, you see her smile a little bit. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> you're so funny. And you see her spin her wrists. Are you going to try and interrupt her? Because I, yeah, I saw you trying to. Okay. You see her spinning her wrist um, and you see a different kind of like uh, purplish, more like a movish light appear around her. And with a very kind of like a very weird resonating hum, she just disappears. You three and Benno, 
now find yourselves in Velikbud Witcher Society. I know. Yes. So, here's the deal. Who was that very strange woman? She's a very strange woman. She works with us. She's okay. Uh, So here's the deal. We need to go fight this lady, Kesa, for this hammer real quick. Otherwise, it's a very time-crunchy situation. I know that the Odette thing is also really time-crunchy and, to me, honestly, way more important. But we made a promise that we do this. So here's what our, our great leader, when she joins, she points to Balance, was thinking, was that you go scout ahead and follow them in case they leave. And we will come shortly after. If they move, how am I going to tell you where they are? Leave a breadcrumb trail. But not like literally breadcrumbs. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that, no. I, you will find something distinctly me. I will leave messages. We'll be along as fast as we possibly can. And she gives him like a really, like a, a look to let him know that this is, that if she had her druthers, she would be going with him. Uh, she He drops down to one knee and puts his arms around him and just gives you like a really big hug. I will find her, I promise. Benno. Uh, he just kind of like nods, bows his head at you. He's still hugging Sultana. Please. I understand the emotions you must be feeling. Do you? Do not jeopardize this by going in alone. I beg you. He lets go of Zoltana, but he doesn't like let go of like her arm. And he says, fighting has never been my strong suit, nor Odette's. Our fighting, our spirit in that is Zoltana. And he looks down at her. Oh. I'm more of the hunter, tracker, finder. I look after us. Oh my God. Have my word, I'm not going to go in there. Elise. Elise? Elise was going to chat oh. to look for you. She doesn't know about Tuck. She doesn't know about Tuck. Last we saw her, she was on her way to Chatfuck. Oh, man. I, I, I will find a way of getting a, a message. There must be people here in the Witcher Society who can send messages back to Chatfuck. Yes. That is smart. Send her a message. Ha- oh, man. She's going to want to be there. You're right. You're right. If Tuck's there, she's going to want to be there. I'll um, I'll pay for the message. I'll, I'll make sure she gets someone. Where was she coming from? Did you say she was coming from Dowry, the last place you saw her? Yes. Okay. That means either she went through Thalsam or she went through... Kuzak. If I get a message to Chatfork, they can get a message to Kuzak if that's the place she goes through. Okay. I'll make arrangements. I'll I'll get her here somehow. She's resourceful. She might be able to get here herself. Who knows? Okay. Okay. Good luck. Zoltana like jumps, like kind of like leans up or not, le- yeah, leans up to try to give him another hug. 
uh, he he basically almost half picks you up, except that you are on heavy plate armor and uh, a dwarf. Uh, so you kind of hear like the creaking of backbones and immediately changes his mind um, as he puts you down um, and gives you a big hug and he's like well good luck Raoul your highness Sultana nice to meet you hopefully we'll meet you again no we I will meet you again we will see you soon stay safe you too and with that, he snaps off the top of one of his arrows and he gives it to Lafian. Sorry, balance. He says, you know how rangers, archers work. These are my feathers, my markings. Follow those. And he hands you his feathers, which are tawny with a slight streak of red. And with that, Benno makes his way out of the room. There's only one exit. There's no windows. <laughs> Balance is going to um, turn to Rall. Rall, do you have a scrap cloth? You can wear my jacket if you want. No, I, I have. I, I just need something to. I have leg wrappings. I just need a strip. Okay. And you can see that Balance is breathing very quickly. He looks a little nervous, which is, Balance looks nervous. <laughs> oh, boy. Zoltana uh, looks at Balance, cocks back an arm questioningly and goes, do, do you want me to give you a black eye? Would that help? Um, no, 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 no. Just cloth, please. Here you go. Balance is going to take the strip of cloth bandage and uh, wrap it around his forehead to cover the tattoo. Uh-huh. That's fine. I'm going to say this bandage. Uh, is this one of your leg wrappings or just yeah. a bandage? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, he gets one of the leg wrappings. I'm going to say it's probably covered in various pieces of blood and gore and dirt and stuff. So it would definitely look like you've sustained some sort of injury. That's fine. Yeah, I don't think I have fresh ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your never ending supply of bandages, which cannot be used by rope. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> we will fear the fact that you have a never ending supply of bandages from somewhere, somehow. Well, but- I mean, and uh, <laughs> me saying that I've run out, I'm assuming that I've used some along the road. Yeah, right. Yeah, we will, so, we will uh, run out when we run out. I, I'm, <laughs> the most I'm moment. <laughs> going based on the fact that in the last episode, uh, I didn't have bandages to wrap other people's wounds with, okay. and I used scraps of cloth. So since I said right. that, I'm just going to say that I'm running out. All right. Okay. This is your last clean <laughs> pair of leg wraps. I will find more <laughs> when we go back to the fourfold. Um, Possibly. 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 You find yourself here. Balance takes a step towards the door and just puts a hand up against the rough wooden wall and closes his eyes. I'm home. Are you scared for your parents? I'm scared of a lot of things right now. I would be too. There's a place I think we can go to stay. Someone I think can be trusted to know that I am alive. And perhaps shelter us for a time. At least for the day. And it's a bit secluded and out of the way, so we don't have to worry about prying eyes. Okay. Whatever you think is best. Okay. Balance is going to lead the group out 
and into the city. Okay. You guys leave this room. You make your way through the Witcher Society. It's it's full. There are a lot of people here. And this is very evident from the moment you put your foot probably into the upper... Let me describe this building a little better. So the place where you were was essentially at the very bottom of the tree. But a lot of the places here in Belegbud, especially on the lake itself, are interconnected walkways above the ground. You use the trees themselves to build your homes, your houses, your places of work, the various buildings, uh, government buildings, inverted commas, the place where your aunt would hold council was in, is in the highest tree. Um, and as you make your way up out of this, let's say, not quite a basement because not below the ground, but it's on ground level, you make your way up and as soon as you put your foot onto the next level, you can hear and see a lot, a lot of elves moving around. Take a stealth check, unless you come up with a different idea. Uh, can I argue deception? Say that Balance is trying to blend in as a just a normal member of society. <laughs> okay. Um, you can definitely roll that. Um, Zoltana, are you bothering to hide your presence here? Why would I? Okay. Raul. Yeah, Raul would do his usual. Uh, hood up type wrap the tail around his leg and try to mind his own business and blend into the shadows a bit more uh, I'm going to need you to take a stealth check as well then Okay. also just want to remind you she did cut off uh, half of her hair so she probably doesn't look exactly like if she there were any wanted posters That I don't think that's the problem Casey <laughs> I think the problem is that you're a dwarf in Elfland you said there were dwarfs here. Not here. Nope. Civil War, remember? I specifically only described elves being here. The only thing you can see when you put your foot up onto this landing are elves. Oh, then yeah, I should probably do a stealth check. <laughs> you would definitely need disadvantage. I have ooh, natural disadvantage ooh, on stealth. Oh, oh. I got a 23 deception. I rolled an 11 stealth. All right, the elf... Kind of blends in. I am wearing my Inquisitor attire, so I feel like people would be less likely to question me. Oh, they're more likely to notice you. Like, oh god, there's an Inquisitor, run! Um, <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, oh, that's an Inquisitor. I'm not just just lower the I'll eyes, tell you look what, away. I'll tell you what. If you want to play that angle of like, you are a <laughs> I belong you are here. An inquisitor Don't fuck with me. Who belongs? He clearly looks like he's been through the mill and possibly an angry disposition to him. I'll allow the other two to re-roll. Sure. I like that idea. Because you got so high this time. It's still really low. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <sighs> Unnatural 20. God. God damn it. So the elf, and some reason, the dragonborn, managed to sneak their way through this out into the city itself. Like, you managed to make your way sort of like... Most of the way through this um, witcher society filled with elves who are clearly practicing various forms of magic or talking or having deep conversations, you don't really pick anything up because you're trying to sneak and hide and pretend to be something you kind of are, kind of aren't. And you manage to make it to the door completely fine and unscathed. However, Sultana, you are definitely noticed. And one of the, let's say one of the older elves 
steps in front of you as you almost make it to the door, cutting you off between you and your two companions. And it looks down her nose at you and she says, uh, What are you doing here? What are you doing here? How dare you? I belong here. Do we notice this? Yeah, of course you do. Yes, yes, you do. I am Annalise. How dare you? I belong here. Balance is going to turn around and put a hand on her shoulder. Is there a problem here? Sunny, I would be very might. And she turns around. She takes note of your entire outfit. And she has to do the check. Oh, I am awfully... I I am awfully sorry, um, Inquisitor. uh, I assume she's with you. That she is, if you would not mind. We need to be on our way. They are pressing matters that need attending to. Of, of course, uh, nothing to see here. You will note when you tell your superiors that I was very helpful in this matter. Of yes? course. What is your name? My name is... Annalise, you just said? Annalise. My name is Annalise Stormleaf. Duly noted. As you were. <laughs> Of course. And you see her like look very awkward and then just walk off in a random direction. Not even sure she knows where she's going. She's just trying to get away. Balance puts a hand on Zoltana and Raul's shoulder and starts leading them out the door going, Oh God, it's been a while. Go. If anyone asks Zoltana, you've made a hundred magical weapons or whatever the fuck the elves want from you. She looks slightly offended. Just, just keep walking. We're good. Keep going. Eyes down. Keep your eyes down. Don't make eye contact. Just walk. We're going. <laughs> and he's just ushering them out the door. All right. You guys find yourself on Bedig Blue Lake proper. You can see, and Zoltana, you would recognize these small little um, globes of light that just seem to be hanging in the air. You'd recognize them as being the same things that were gifted to the dwarves and are basically what lights up the interior of much of um, Dark Hammer Stronghold itself. This place I cannot describe is just one of those elven beauties. There are mu- there is a lot of trees around, all with different coloured leaves that are just sprinkling down all around in the soft breeze. Everywhere you look around the edge of your vision, you can see that there is the lake itself. And depending on where you look as the sun is coming down, you can see further trees on the other side of the lake. It's very peaceful. It's very tranquil here. But there are also only elves here. There are no dwarves at all. And this is very apparent, especially to Balance, who's been here before, when elven numbers, sorry, dwarven numbers were on the decline here, but there was still enough to notice and not be, con- you know, not be concerned. Um, to not go, oh, the dwarf numbers are small. There are enough around that you're like, oh yeah, it's just a dwarf. But there are none here now. Where are you headed? So Balance is going to try to lead the party into the so-called slums of Belagbood and you make his way... You have to get off Belagbood Island itself. Oh, fuck. We're on the island? You are on the island. Wherever oh, you no. guys look, if you... Wherever you guys look, if you guys look towards the tallest tree, you would know that that's where your aunt holds council. Oh, you don't no. see any lights in there currently, so you don't think there's a session going on, but you are on Belagbood island the lake itself oh we're avoiding that um all right so i assume balance knows where there would be a just a local ferry system 
oh yeah, there's there's a couple. They go to various different parts, like north, east, southwest, uh, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know that there is your father's dock, which would take you nope. directly to his estate, should you nope. wish. Oh, but it's nope. there. Why wouldn't you? But come on, it's it. It would be so easy. Do you want me to get Drew in here? I don't care. Because that's how <laughs> no. you get it. Do you want a Fuck Drew? Because no. that's how you get a Drew. Yeah, because I would have yeah, thought you would have learned oh, yeah. your lesson <laughs> on a sidestep. Yeah, of course he's completely missing. We don't know where he is. Oh wait, he's just at home. Yeah, of course he's Duh. at home. Oh, oh, there he is. is. Found Hi, him. You, Hi. Yes. Hi, um, guys, guys. He, guys, he was in the laundry room the whole time. <laughs> he fell over he was in his man over. cave in the basement. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back, back on, All back right. on track. Uh, so yeah, you know there's a bunch of different ferry systems, including one that would take you back to your father's estate. No, thank you. Balance is going to lead the party to a ferry system that he knows would take him towards the slum area of the city. Um, his Are goal you is specifically heading towards the one we met in your first backstroke. Uh, yes, I am heading to that person. Excellent, good. Because as soon as you said that, I'm like, please be the place you're going. Because yes, yeah, all right. Um, you know that's close to your father's estate. Um, you know there's a ferry system which isn't the one that takes you directly to the estate because only royalty can use that one. Yep. No um, so you take the nearest one. Um, I need to roll it. Are you continuing to walk along your? I am nothing but an inquisitor. Don't look at me. Don't look at my companions. Yes. All right. Then as a group, I need you to either make stealth or deception checks. Okay. Fuck me. That was a nat one, so that's a six. <laughs> okay. Zoltana? Zoltana and Rawl, please roll really well. That was a seven. <laughs> All I need is there to be an eight on a stealth check. Neil, please. <laughs> 24. God damn it. God damn it. All right, you guys make your way through the city. Many, many times you get stopped. And for a few moments, you manage to get away with some aspects of your I'm an inquisitor, don't look at me. And then you get to the ferry. You get to the ferry and there is a young... There is a young... There's a young elven woman working there. She has long flowing... Um, chestnut hair. Uh, she has very, very dark green eyes. And she's just working away and she looks up and she flashes you a smile and she says, So, you wish to use my ferry? Yes, please. Uh, the, oh. And she gives you a look up and down. She looks at Sultana as if she's just noticed her and gives her a thorough look up and down. And then she returns her attention back to you, Balance. Oh, uh, <laughs> it would... Uh, the cost uh, may have increased since you... Uh, I, I mean, uh, it's it's just a five gold. Just across. <laughs> Balance is going to pull out uh, ten gold and place it into her hand and say... The ride and your discretion is appreciated. And give her like a look. Ooh, roll a persuasion check for me. Dude, that's like... 17. 
<laughs> That's like the best way to let someone know that you're definitely not who you're supposed to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, uh, uh, please. And she, she steps aside and she says, uh, all of you get off, get off. Come on. Uh, I've changed my mind. I'm only throwing, they've paid extra. Leave, go now. And you see her deliberately stand in front of you just a little bit. She's a little bit taller, but not by much. And she just like deliberately shoots everyone off. And you see all the people make their way off and the three of you are allowed onto the ferry and she pushes off and begins to use the rope to pull the ferry across. Probably about 10, 15 minutes in, she stops the ferry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to ask this really, but... Uh, You're going to ask you it dead? Yes, yes, of course I am. Why aren't you dead? You really think 10 gold is enough to silence the fact that... Our disgraced prince isn't really dead. Hmm. And what does it matter to you? Well, you're supposed to, <laughs> you're supposed to have been the king after your father. Of course, we care. We're very loyal to our royal family here. And you're not dead. You don't understand how bizarre this is. I have a dead prince on my ferry. Do you consider my life a good thing or a bad thing? Well, <laughs> you're only a hundred and something when you disappeared. I barely have time to know you as a child. Now, what is a dead prince doing on my ferry? How far does this... And she just indicates just the entire situation with Anne. Like, a conspiracy go. I mean, there were rumours, nobody paid them any mind, but... There are things going on that I cannot discuss at the moment. <laughs> uh, ah, more government conspiracy, I see. Yes, No, yes. outside of the government. Oh, the strings that really pull the hand, I understand. <laughs> I don't think you do, and I pray that you never do. You f would get sucked into it yourself, I'm afraid. <laughs> so you don't think the people can understand that... Uh, well, frankly, I don't understand. Why are you here? Why Why aren't you dead? What happened to that young girl uh, that you died with? Uh, how much does your aunt... Well, why did your aunt make you do this? Why is your father pretending to have another... Maybe perhaps it is their son. I don't really know. I'm sorry, what? Your father had another child. Looks very much like you. I'm... Of course, many people assume that you just got hit with some sort of curse and was made younger and uh, they didn't want to deal with the fact they have a cursed prince as a potential king, but that was just one theory. Of course, the other theory was that you went to live with the dwarves. <laughs> Although I'm more concerned with the fact that you're supposed to actually be dead. I mean, my theory was that you were dead and had come back and nobody wanted to tell anyone about that, but that was my personal theory about why there were sightings of you here and there. So, the truth, Prince Lafian. Balance is going to panic and he's just, gonna, in, in, in his mind, going to be like, Monarch, help, I don't know what to do. I'm afraid I... I mean, do you need her to keep her silence? Do you need to keep your silence? My existence could make things more dangerous for, ever, for this for this job, for this trying to get you back. People will, might come after me. 
I don't know who to trust. You can trust your companions, of that I'm sure. But I cannot really advise you on what to do on this, I'm sorry. This is your political situation. Well, you stand there dumbfounded trying to think of an excuse. Before I answer, tell me this. What is your opinion of the current state of things? Oh, it's, uh, it could be worse. We could actually be in open war with your young companion here. And she points at Zoltana. So you don't mind the dwarves? I don't see any reason we need to be bestest buddies with them. But at the same time, I have no reason to actually fear them. I mean, they're just dwarves. Can I... Zoltana looks insulted. She should. <laughs> can I oversight this lady? Yeah, of course you can. Fuck me. That's a six. Very unreadable. <laughs> oh my god, balance. Mm. In in the mind link, Sultan just goes, just make up a stupid fucking story. It's not that complicated. Like if it goes bad, I melt the rope and sink the boat. Yeah, it <laughs> it shouldn't be this fucking hard. Either way, I think we're good. So. It's not that simple. If I lie now, then that becomes a problem later. If I ever have any hopes of... Balance pauses. Balance, I don't think you have much reason to lie. I mean, That's don't, what I'm thinking. Don't tell them that you accidentally killed someone, though. That's probably not a great idea. Just say your aunt sent you away. Because of a disagreement. Simple as. Perhaps. Balance looks at, uh, sorry. Laffian looks at this woman and says, There was a disagreement between some of my family. I was sent away under the premise of, as you've said, that I had perished. And disowned alongside that. I spent much of my time elsewhere, as you can clearly tell, and he gestures at his two companions. I have returned without many knowing. There are things that I need to do to prepare for the future. And what future do you think that is? What does the great Prince Laffian have in mind? Sorry, ex-Prince Laffian, I do apologize. A safer future. Ah. <laughs> well, it all sounds really rather ominous to me. And she begins to pull on the ferry again. like, And all exceptionally vague. You've just, uh, just confirmed that you're alive, really. I mean, what did you do to get yourself thrown out of the royal family? Must have been pretty bad. <laughs> I just got the wrong people. Sultana smirks and in the mind link she goes should I say you fucked a dwarf if you want to get thrown to the bottom of this lake by all means you can hear her laughing in your head <laughs> what is your name ah uh, my, my name is of no real consequence uh, your highness uh, it's of no real consequence to yourself I'm just a just a humble fairy fairy owner that's all please I would know your name it's only fair I do not wish to be rude. 
oh, it's okay, you're forgiven. I mean, royalty have their certain quips and ways about them. Can't remember the name of us commoners. Uh, what about the name of your companions? Uh, you must be the good lady. And she indicates to Zoltana with one free hand and then goes back to continuing to move the ferry. Don't tell her your names. Don't tell her your name, bike. <laughs> In the mind link. Uh, my name is uh, Lady Kashmir Rheingold. Oh, my God. <laughs> is there even a deception roll or anything needed for that one? Yes. <laughs> a huge disadvantage. That was called Casey could think of a name to say. That was called you should have drawn from the Patreon for that one. <laughs> no, they're my name of not calling people Pete. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to start going around and asking for every NPC's name. No, because then I'm going to run out of names. <laughs> 23, natural 20. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That that wasn't on disadvantage. Oh, yep. Roll again. Oh, uh. no. Uh-oh. Oh, my oh, God. Same exact thing. What? <laughs> Fuck you. What? My name is Lady Cas- the Cashmere Rheingold. It is now Rheingold. because you yourself into changing your own name. You did Absolutely so good. fucking not. I've got a great idea of this. I go, <laughs> she looks like, uh, you may be saying it in such a way that makes me think you're lying, but I think you're really being true. You're trying to double bluff on me, aren't you? You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> you, you got me. Jesus fucking Christ. Boy, this is going to be the conspiracy theorists in this world. Jesus Christ. And she turns to look at Rao's like, and uh, what about you? Uh, uh, you're clearly some sort of human or a uh, an elf. What's, uh, what's your name? Why won't you show your face? It's hideously different. Can, can you really not tell? <laughs> she you have your you rolled, you, rolled, you rolled like a 23 uh, deception, right? Uh, no. Or stealth. I yeah, you run a really high stealth. stealth. Yeah. yeah. Basically, but she's I would looking be able at to these two it? more than you. Um, you basically have your giant ass hoodie and you have your tail rolled around your legs. She's not really paying that much attention to you. Uh, Zoltana, um, says, Zoltana says, the reason he's not showing his face is because he's horribly disfigured. Don't ask <laughs> him. So rude of you. Ah, he may be the one referred to as the scarred man, of course. What? Scarred man? Oh yes, and all these stories. There's always the scarred man, isn't there? The one, the one covered in scars that travels around with the uh, the prince. And he just comes to light, of course. I'm going to take it that you're a fan of literature. Oh yes, of course. Uh, read everything I can get my hands on. Uh, sometimes uh, nights out here are rather lonely and boring. But uh, yes, I uh, received a new piece of information, a new uh, a new piece of gossip that there was a. Well, actually, the description was far, far smaller than this, but uh, I guess people exaggerate. What was the description? Oh, just that there was some scarred man wandering around with a person who looked much like our dead prince. Uh, apologies. Um, well, it's described as being very, very short, but obviously they made it very, very tall. Just a mistranslation. Oh. Zoltana so, so looks really angry for a second. Balance doesn't understand. Arch understands after listening to a certain episode. She's talking about squash. No. It's not them mistaking Zoltana for a man? No. Then I don't know what it is. 
I see you, Valanda. I see you. What does Arch think it is? Nope. No, no, no. I'm keeping that to myself. No, no, you can you can say who you think it is. Nope, it's fine. I want to know. No, it's the fine. squash. It's a shorter person covered me? in scars that we've been traveling with, and someone fucking saw you in that other town, and word got up here. Someone opened their fucking mouth about you being alive. Someone yeah, that we ran through in uh, the other place that starts with a C. Cusack. Cusack, yeah. Yeah, fucking uh, what's his nuts? Oh, I have other theories. Anyways, uh, moving on. <laughs> Charlie did it. Huh? This is amazing. I'm so happy right now. You have your own internal, like, this is just so amazing. Okay. I said, well, of course, that's all very interesting. Uh, well, we're nearly here. Uh, so, uh, as I was saying about keeping things quiet. Please. You have to understand that I can't just let these things be quiet. I mean... The princess that is dead is alive. Well. And he was on my ferry. You could tell others and then it wouldn't really be all that secret or surprising. And I imagine you would be the talk of gossip for a little bit, how your uh, ferry was the one that ushered the fallen prince. Or there is a rather interesting bard who is uh, promised to write my tale and... Well, I mean, if you blab to everybody, then I can't really put your name in the book that they're planning on writing, can I? You could take the mother of persuasion rolls. You don't even know her name. I'm trying to do a double to get her to give me her name and also get her to shut the fuck up. I need need a persuasion roll. With with advantage? No. Uh, 17. I, 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 I... You're not intending some sort of ill will to uh, the queen, are you? You're not intending to overthrow her. You said about plans about making things safer and better. She has completely stopped the ferry again. We're trying You're not to planning stop... on overthrow her, are you? We're trying, We're to, trying stop to, the to stop the apocalypse. Oh, well, that's all fair and well. And she just continues on with the ferry. <laughs> you have my words. Well, that'll be a... That'll be... Well... Very good luck to the three of you, and you can count on my silence, your highness. It is appreciated. If I may, could I have your name then so I may include us in the tale? (laughs) I didn't have to tell her my name. Yes. (laughs) You're the scarred man, of course. (laughs) Your name is is also Cashmere Ryangold. (laughs) (laughs) This is a whole new conspiracy. Uh, My name is Carla. 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 C-A-L-A. Yeah, <laughs> with an apostrophe between the R and the L to make it L one. I'm writing it down. Carla, Carla. <laughs> apostrophe between what? The R and the L. Car <laughs> to make it L one. Yep. K A R apostrophe L A. I think that's a slight bastardization of the name I was given, but I'm sure you won't be offended. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that one of our Patreon names? <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything, all, the, all the random names we've given out so far have been on our Patreon names. So. Except for Cashmere Rheingold. That was a creation of my own. <laughs> that was something that right. will outlive us all, Casey. <laughs> Got it. I have put her name down in my list of NPCs. Oh, shit. <laughs> I put that on my character sheet, by the way, so that I can use that from now on every time I need to give a fake name. <laughs> Cashmere Rheingold. Yeah, it's going to be like Zoltana's Art Vandalay. Or uh, Regina Falange. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're um, moving along. 
So you guys get dumped on the other pier and you see Carla uh, heading back across. Um, as she's heading back, you can just see like her, her like chestnut hair just like flying out behind her. She's like going at super speed to get back across. She's clearly planning on something. She's very excited. Um, you managed to get yourself out of a somewhat sticky situation. I'm proud of you all. All right. Where are you guys headed to now? You're on the uh, the shore itself. There are, again, loads and loads of trees. Um, it's become a little bit more... Um, how do I put this? Um, the pathways are more heavily used than they were before. Um, it's not just a case of like, oh, it's been 50 years. They are very heavily used. The parts of this are slightly in disarray, especially as you make your way out towards the slums, slums themselves. And as you make your way out towards the slums, not only do you realise that these three rows have been completely, uh, have been used either too much by things that are too heavy, although the footfalls for them have been much, much higher, the traffic has been much, much more intense. But also you notice that they're in complete disrepair. Even some of the trees around here are dying, um, which is just not something you're ever used to really seeing, especially in an elven forest. Um, as you head your way out towards the old man's house, mm-hmm. are you going via the little town? Are you passing your father's estate? Are you just heading directly there through the most meandering path ever so you don't, so you can try and avoid detection? What's, uh, what's your plans here? Um, I think Balance is going to fall into his old ways a little bit and end up passing by the potion shop. <laughs> and then making his way from there since that's the way he got there the first time. Okay. That's uh, that's fairly easy. Um, I need to do the roll. You're fine. Uh, nobody seems to cost you. It's uh, It was fairly... It was. I believe it was like midday-ish when you decided you were going to try going for a nap. Um, yep. And then you have had this whole encounter. So it's probably pretty close to, to nightfall at this point as you're making your way towards the little, towards the old guy's shack. Um, you managed to avoid detection. There is, doesn't seem to be many people out and those people who are seem to be more interested in getting themselves home um, and interested in their own business. You guys make your way through this forest. And before you you see this small rundown shack. It's not as rundown as it used to be, not when you were last here. It seems to be better maintained. You can see a small whisper smoke coming out of the, the chimney. The windows are better repaired. The door themselves is, is much nicer. It's in this little clearing. You can see a stack of wood within a little wood stack uh, just attached to, attached to the house itself. Um, there's even a couple of flowers growing out front. What do you want to do now? There is clearly light inside. There's clearly a fire inside as well. Balance is like half smiling as he looks at the shack and he seems kind of lost in memory. Are these your friends? Balance kind of starts. Um, something like that. I helped them a long time ago. Hmm. There was an old man who stole a potion to cure his granddaughter of latus disease. And um, rather than arresting him as was technically the law, I let him go and gave him some money from my own pockets to take care of his granddaughter and himself. <laughs> you always had a soft spot for the sick, huh? <laughs> you know, Aww. I hadn't even made the comparison, but perhaps so. Um, I would hope that perhaps they remember me. 
Even if I did, air quotes, perish. What if they hate me, though? Oh my god. If they were glad I died. At this point, uh, the door opens and you see a young um, a young elven boy running out into the, the clearing itself. You see he has a small, like, toy in his hand and he's just moving it through the air, just making, like, you know, little wispy animal noises as he begins to run around. And you hear uh, a woman calling from his side. <laughs> I mean, you're just going to chew through all those Patreon names. I call his name out. <laughs> I remember the old man's name. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think you gave a name for the... Uh, I did not know. The granddaughter. Ah, uh, yes. Burns Laffian. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I stole a potion. Uh, don't be mean. I would have gotten away with it, too. <laughs> if it weren't for you and your mentor and that half elf, that little half elf too. <sighs> okay, I have I have a way better idea because unfortunately names I have are not very elven and I can't butcher them enough to make them elven. So I have a slightly different idea. <laughs> I'm so glad I started with this. No. You see this boy running around with this small toy making these little animal noises and you hear a woman's voice calling from inside. You see her walking out and standing on the top step and she is exactly as you remember her, but maybe a little older, a little bit more... A little more... She's much healthier than she was. And you hear her call out, Laffian! Laffian, come in! And that's where I'm going to end it because of your face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that hurts right <laughs> in my heart. I was staring there looking at the board like, how do I butcher this? I'm like, oh, now how I butcher oh. I butcher you. <laughs> my heart. Damn it. Hi, it's Kaithia here. I want to say thank you for listening. Um, we got 20,000 downloads the other day and that was really cool. Thank you very much. Um, if there's a little thing you can probably do to help us out, you could probably leave us a review on iTunes, which would be really good. Um, leave us a rating and reviews and stuff. That really helps other people find it. And we're really grateful when we hear them. So thank you. We also need to give a big thank out to T. Clay J for being our Patreon. Being a Patreon means that we try and thank you where we can here at the end of the show. And it means that because you guys have gotten together enough that we get to go to Kino in a couple of weeks. So I'm very excited to hear what people think going back to my home, my homeland. So I kind of miss it. Um, I, I understand that we also need to thank Ellie Bird for Annalise Stormleaf and the Queen Pie for Carla because they submitted enough and they put a name into not a people. So thank you guys making sure that our world is just a little bit bigger and not just full of like a thousand peats. So thanks. Um, I think other than that, we've just got to thank the Spark Network for taking us in. And if you haven't heard of them or heard of any of their other really cool shows, um, they have a show called Taking Initiative where they're currently dealing with Strat. And there's Nods in a Row who are basically superheroes. They're very cool. Um, I think that's probably it for today. So thanks for listening and bye. The Spot Network. Imagine what your idea can do. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.